This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only nationally syndicated golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by Acura, precision crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit Acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. Oh, good morning, Canada, on what is... A cold and wintry morning here in southern Ontario. Bob, you and I pulled in at exactly the same time, which is usually rare because usually you're in a good 10 minutes before I am. It's always the guy that lives further away that gets here first. That's always the way. But we pulled into sleet and hail and cold. Mixed precipitation, it's officially called. Mixed participation. Mixed precipitation. (laughs) Not mixed participation. (laughs) No. That's a completely different activity. That's what you're doing today. You're Ah. not participating (laughs) (laughs) at your club's event. Well, I was just going to say, before we even get started this morning, I want to give a shout-out to my uh, uh, friends and fellow members, and I could use many terms for them this morning, not the brightest, some some of these guys right now, okay, out there, teeing off the Ironmen of the Toronto Hunt Club. Brave and intelligent sometimes don't go hand in hand. They're going to play 36 holes starting right now at 8 a.m. in a shotgun. Good luck this morning. Good Good luck, boys and girls. Good luck, boys. Uh, Four degrees. Feels like minus two. Rain and mixed snow. That's your forecast. (laughs) Sun just rose, by the way, at 748. Uh, Yours truly. Back feeling way better, finally. Um, This might be the best decision I made all year. Uh, other than other than uh, what to wear, it comes out of the closet. <laughs> are you gonna go? Uh, are you gonna go up and like have breakfast and just sit and just the, stare and the, laugh? Yeah, I know. I should. Eh? And, uh, just right. more holding a nice warm cup of coffee. Yeah, that's a play. Uh, now I got I want to ask you about your week before we get into today's show because uh, when we broke. Last week on the Sunday, you were going for the Scotiabank run. Yeah, I did and, the half marathon. And I asked you, were there going to be, uh, you thought we might bump into some other Bell people there. Did you see anybody I didn't we know? I did see anybody else that we know. Uh, there was a few people who reached out on Twitter who said that uh, some people from the golf world who, who ran it, apparently, and I did not bump well, into Well, Justin them. O'Leary, I saw from Cedar Bray Golf Club. Yes, Justin I saw was that. there. I saw Justin. Now, there were like. I think 30,000 runners, so bumping into one person at one time might be a little strange. Kind of like when you go uh, abroad like I do down south and someone in uh, New Orleans says, do you know Jim from yeah, Canada? Yeah, exactly. Do you know Jim? Exactly. So. That happened to me once in New Zealand. I went in and some guys <laughs> asked me if I knew Tim and I did. That was the funniest part. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But anyway, no, it was, uh, it was a good race. Uh, it was a little cool to start off there as well, but once you got going, it was okay. And I did not... I was not the guy who set the Canadian record in the marathon, but somebody broke the record that had stood for 43 years. Right. It's a good thing, though, you know, I looked into this first, because when I first saw that news go, I was immediately going to Twitter (laughs) to congratulate you. Yeah, And then I I followed up and did some uh, fact-checking and realized it was not your record, though. No. The only marathon we're going to do is today's show. Today's show. Uh, The golf club's officially away. For I think golf so. Season. There's, I just look, I was called up the forecast because you brought it up there, and I did see Wednesday twelve and sunny, so <laughs> maybe a chance. Maybe, maybe a chance. We, Our, we've we've got some golf coming up in November, yes. which is great. I'm up well, sunnier climbs this week. It was great. So my back's uh, started to feel good again. Uh, it's amazing when you do the things that people, the experts, tell you to do. Uh, and you and you follow the right uh, program, all of a sudden you start to feel good. And when you act like a lazy, fat slob, uh, all of a sudden you can't get out of bed. And, you know, I put on 10 pounds, and I was not exercising, not stretching. I was golfing in the cold, which I'm not supposed to do. 
And I stopped golfing in the cold. I took off six pounds. I started working out. I started stretching. And Amazing, huh? uh, all of a sudden, it's like I feel 20 years younger in like you know, five five days, eight you days. Sound, you sound just like Francesco Molinari because he went in the offseason. One of the big things he revealed last week was that he went in the offseason and did a, a regimented workout program to build up his strength to be able to hit the ball farther. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times for a lot of players, that's a disaster, recipe for disaster. Yeah. But it worked for him because he added yardage onto his drive. Well, so, wh- see, you're, you're just... Following in the now, I of the just started team. the workout element. I've always been a stretching guy and a, a keep-your-weight-down guy for obvious reasons. But I've just started the workout. I'm working with this gentleman, Eric Bulls. He's a, a trainer, certified, uh, golfs his focus, works out of many different places, one of which is Cedar Break Golf Club. Okay. Friendly sponsor of ours here on Golf Talk sure. Canada. And uh, it's all based, right now anyway, we're into just core, core, glutes, uh, elongating areas that I'm sure have been neglected for 30 years. Like, it's a disaster, right? Uh-oh. So uh, I want to give a shout-out to to Nick and Cam and uh, Eric and just the entire team up at TaylorMade. So good to us. Oh, I saw you got a new, uh, yeah. new wand. So they're so good to us. So next week I'm off to Streamsong, yes. which is one of wow. the finest golf resorts in, in North America for the 15th edition of the Black John Cup. 16 okay. of us battling for the Black John Cup. Yours truly defending champion. Uh-huh, okay. Of so, uh, looking forward to that. And uh, but you know, the game has been a little rough lately. I went up. I've got my um, so I got my 3 wood tuned better than I think I've ever hit a 3 wood before uh, mm-hmm. just by getting in there and figuring out a few things. Uh, I was toying around. Remember you let me uh, let me the high uh, gapper yes. and I was t- uh, playing around with the low and the high. Well, it ends up I need the mid. We ah, did a whole gapper thing. <laughs> I gave him back the high. I gave him back the low. I ended up with the mid. I'm smoking this mid. And then, of course, the Frankenstein's monster, the putter that Cam, uh, Cameron Jacobs built for me. They went to the tour department in Carlsbad because they don't. Lo- they no longer offer these things. Like you can't go to the website and just c- click broom like a long broom. Right. This is a custom length kind of Scott McCarran, Bernard Longer style tour spider. 41 inches, so I'm, I'm ready to go, Bob. I'm ready to defend. Beauty. I'm ready to defend. I'm, I'm so. uh, waiting to hear the full report. Uh, b- busy show. Before we get into the show, Angry Mike out there. I want to give a uh, dad, drive safe. My dad's out there driving around in the sleet and hail this morning out in Etobicoke listening to the show. Etobicoke. And you know what he's doing? You know, he, he does, he can't retire. He, if he sits for Is more he, than... Uh, shoveling my driveway? But no. <laughs> my dad, you know, he's 75 this year. He'll be 75 or 76. One or the other. I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, much younger than his age, my father. Can't sit for more than two seconds so you know he tried to retire that didn't go so well so now he's working for a friend's company and he's still doing lawn care quotes it's november there's sleep coming and he's doing lawn care quotes for next year i I, I would hope so (laughs) i i I hope so anyway drive safe it was a little slippery coming in i gotta give a shout out to my dad who's at 86 this year we took him out for dinner he bought his first ever pair of jeans He's, he figures it's going to be a uh, a trend now. I saw Jeez. this. I saw this on Facebook, and I, I forgot about it. That is awesome. We it's should just, talk some golf here. Right, let's do it. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I was doing it. We just went on a little bit of a tangent this morning. We had a busy show. Lawrence Applebaum, CEO of Golf Canada, leaderboards from around the world of golf. Bob and I, a couple personal highlights from the year that was. We'll also hear from uh, Kelly Shannon, who is the golf director for sales golf director at Casa de Campo in the Dominican Ooh, Republic. That sounds good right about now. Coming on board with Golf Talk Canada in 2019. Winners, weird and what? So much to get to, but first, 
News and Headlines. News and Headlines is brought to you by Porter Airlines. Now flying direct to 16 Canadian destinations and 7 U.S. destinations direct, including Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Visit flyporter.com. Porter Airlines, flying refined. Oh, News and Headlines. Tiger and Phil. 1999 American. 26 bucks Canadian. Some of the proceeds will go to charity. We know that now there will not be tickets sold to the public 100%. There will be some limited sponsorship and limited VIPs on site. And it will broadcast at 3 p.m. Eastern on the Friday of the American Thanksgiving uh, weekend. The more I find out about it, am I going to watch it? Yes. Are the hardcores going to watch it? Yes. Are a handful of Tiger fans and excited? Sure. I am shocked at the outrage on social media to this event. We've posted some stuff. Chris McKee's been, you know, trying to dial up the buzz on this on social media. Some of the remarks are are angry at, at best. And the more I hear about it, Bob, the less interested I am. Is that fair? It's very fair. I, I actually put out that question. I didn't do it in a poll, which maybe we'll do that. Or that'll be our next week's poll. But this week, I, I just put out, you know, who's going to watch this? And I would say 95% of the people said no, and all of them were a hard no. Like, just like, yeah. you know, I'd rather watch paint dry. Or Now, Phil was on the NBA last night uh, trying to pump this thing up on the NBA broadcast in the States. So there's going to be like $50,000 side bets apparently going um, That's are, the only way they make this interesting. Yeah, right? I think they are going to donate some of the money to charity, a fair right. chunk of this money to charity. But it's uh, it's still to me not really seeming to drive uh, or hit a nerve with with the average golf fan out there. Well, we wrapped our year in review special yesterday, you and I. And on our way out, I stuck my head in to say hi to Jeff McDonald because uh, he wanted to talk a little golf. Jeff always does a yeah. program director here on TSN 1050 in Toronto. He loves his golf and. Uh, you know, he's excited about it because he's a huge Tiger fan and he's a hardcore. But I said to Jeff, I go, they need to figure out some stuff down the stretch to make it interesting. Because if this thing's over on the 13th or 14th hole, yeah. you know, what do you do, right? What you, how do you keep this entertaining? So it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, speaking of entertaining, I've always enjoyed Paul Lazinger's work. The worst-kept secret in all of golf uh, is out of the bag. Paul Lazinger is the official replacement in the NBC golf family for Johnny Miller. I think if there's anyone that can fill those shoes, and uh, certainly in uh, from a, uh, someone who's not afraid to give an opinion, can be controversial at times, but has street cred as a Ryder Cup uh, player, captain, uh, major champion, uh, always been a fan of Zinger. Zinger is, uh, he's a good guy. He's so in the, at the Masters every year in the International Broadcasting Center. Every sort of country has their own room. And Zinger's working for the BBC, and he always comes into our room to chat and to steal our chocolate bars because we yes. always have really good chocolate bars in there. And talk politics with us. He, he does wants talk, to talk a little politics. He does like. Could a you find politics. a further right? Yeah, he's, uh, uh, <laughs> he's not a big fan of, uh, of 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 the of the left side of the fairway. Yeah, shall we say, yeah. in either country. No, uh, but it's fun to talk to him, and he's and yeah, I, I like him because he's doesn't pull his punches. Whether he's talking, whatever he's talking about, and he'll back things up, which is good. I, I think I liked his comment. We mentioned this yesterday when we were taping the uh, year in review about his comment about the Ryder Cup, and he said, "You know, the uh, Europeans play with their heart, and the Americans play with their mind, and it's just it's that's perfect." That might be my favorite quote of the yeah. year. We yeah. did not do quote of the year in our year in review no, special, but if there could. was a quote of the year category, that might be it for yeah. me. That, anyway, that he'll, he'll be welcome. He'll be. As good a replacement. It's going to be interesting to see what the players think of it. Yeah, because you could get the same reaction. Because exactly. Miller's cooled it in the last couple of years uh, because he's a little older, on his way out. And he did go to battle with guys like Justin Leonard at the Ryder Cup. And, you know, we could go, there's a, the list is endless. But sure. I'm going to be curious to see how Azinger comes.
comes out of the gates on this. Yeah. Uh, did you hear the story on how they got this done? Uh, you know, they're trying to keep it hush-hush. It was very quiet. Uh, they're trying to not meet the NBC golf people and A. Zinger in Oh, yeah, in they places. had a code name for them. Ruby Tuesdays, because they <laughs> met off a highway in the middle of nowhere, Florida, at a Ruby Tuesdays to get great? these deals done. Isn't so his great? nickname was code name Ruby Tuesday. Uh, in Canadian golf news, our largest retailer in Canada for golf, Golf Town, merged this week with Sporting Life, Bob. So here's the deal. They're both owned by a company called Fairfax Financial, which is a big, massive holding company which owns a gazillion things. Prem Watts is the guy behind all that. And they just decided there was strength in numbers, so we're going to merge these two companies. The new uh, group is going to be called Sporting Life Group. For the average person, like going to the store, you're not going to see any difference. They're not going to be merged stores. They're not going to be selling golf equipment in Sporting Life or skis in Golf Town or anything like that. It's all going to be kind of back-end efficiencies that makes this thing work. And, and they figure that the, you know, that the seasonality of it works pretty well. So it does the, make sense in that know, respect. Yeah, I mean, Sporting Life is a little bit more than a ski shop. But right. primarily, I think that's what people Yeah, that's what uh, turns their crank, so to speak. Exactly. So it's all going to be behind the scenes. It's um, no layoffs, they said. We'll see if that's true or not. Same kind of uh, leadership staff just kind of merging into one area. And um, we'll see what happens. It's amazing. Like uh, talking to the people at Golf Town to do this story that I did this week, they, they have basically 50% of the market retail market in Canada, which is a massive, massive number. And some people actually said to me, I'm surprised it's not more. But yeah. Well, um, you know what I think, think you puts a dent in that? Uh, why it's not more, surprisingly, I, I'm I'm almost certain that Walmart is the second largest golf retailer in really? Canada. I, and they're doing that in uh, discount golf balls, right. doing that in bags of teas, little trinkets, uh, stuff like that. You're not right. going in there buying right. a custom set of anything at Walmart. Right. So they're doing that kind of volume in Walmart with like you know, just the basics. And I think right? the average uh, golf PGA of Canada golf pro does does a pretty good job at selling things as well. Well, I was going to say if you put where you are, if you included all the green grass in Canada yeah. under the PGA umbrella, they would by far be number two in a landslide yeah. and probably give Golf Town a run for their money. But just from a, a, a single retail perspective, sure. Walmart. Uh, and finally, in news and headlines, uh, our good friends, our sponsors, uh, TaylorMade, in my opinion, the best golf company on the planet, uh, pulling out of the PGA Merchandise Show in Orlando. Uh, Going to go their own route this year. It's an expensive show to be a part of. So this is this is kind of a business to business kind of news. Mm-hmm. I mean, the average consumer out there won't affect them again, sort of like what we just talked about. Yeah. But but this is the biggest trade show going. This is not the first time that they have pulled out. They have pulled out before in the past. But someone told me a while back that they were spending about six million dollars a year putting this, you know, putting their booth on. So they're going to probably redirect that into different areas. They'll probably uh, launch under their own terms at their own spot at their own time, rather than sharing floor space with other people. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of an industry quandary because you know, at one time you think, should you actually be there? The, to me, the PGA show has become. Uh, less about golf pros writing business, and which more is about shows, to be, right? And more about networking yeah. and saying hi. And it's a lot. It's a big ticket to network. It is, you and, know. And again, to share with other people. Why yeah. not do it on your own terms? Well, we'll keep our eye on that as the season rolls out. Coming up on the other side. Last week we asked you Tiger versus Brook. We were bullish, all of us, Adam, Bob, myself, on both. Tiger and Brooke for 2019. We said, who's going to win more? We asked you, the Twitter universe. We'll jump into it next. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was brought to you by Acura. Precision crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit Acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives.
This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by the TP5 and TP5X Golf Ball. Five layers make it exactly like nothing else. Visit tailormadegolf.ca to switch today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. I want to give a shout out to the Scully family this yeah, morning. Adam Scully is yeah, not in here this morning, Adam Scully. Adam will actually be sitting in Bob's chair next week as Bob sits in my chair and you guys take the the wheel next week as I'll be in stream song for the Black John Cup. But Adam not with us here today. The Scully family celebrating a wedding. Adam's sister is getting married, so congratulations. I hope you guys There we go. I hope the weather I hope the weather improves for them. Yeah, this regardless None of that stuff matters at the wedding, end of the day. Yeah, you know what? It's a, it's going to be a wonderful day. Enjoy yeah. the day. Congratulations. And uh, Adam Scully is uh, emceeing the wedding. Really? Today. Oh, well, very good. Yeah, I mean, MC weddings are great. I've done a couple of them. Um, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> As if I, yeah, I'm good. At, I'm good at the weddings. I'm not so good at the, what comes after. <laughs> yes, yesterday, yesterday, uh, Heather and I are shopping for uh, uh, something for the for our bed. We got a new mattress, and she wants a topper. I had to go firmer for my back. She wants a topper, and I'm talking about something. She looks at me. She goes, uh, "You're getting your marriages confused." <laughs> I went, All right, I'm going to stop now. Okay. All right. Last week we asked you, you the Twitter universe, who will win more. In 2019, Tiger Woods or Brooke Henderson? Now, all of us were very bullish on the seasons. We all thought that, you know, Brooke could win between three or four events next Mm -hmm. year. Yeah. We all thought Tiger could win between two and three events next year. So it was very close. But I think Bob, Scully, and myself all had Brooke at least one better than Tiger. I think, Bob, you had her two better. Than Tiger. Uh, I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know four be, to two. You know what I just thought would be interesting? Hmm. What if the next p- Twitter poll we did was who's going to win more, Brooke or Brooks? Ah, okay. <laughs> well, we'll that put that confusing. out. We'll put that out next. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I think I think right now um, I don't know how to quite phrase this, but I think Brooke is more is going to have an easier time winning. It's not an easy way to say it than than Tiger will. I think I think Brooke is a more dominant player on the LPGA Tour right now than Tiger is on the PGA Tour. And I say that because I think there's a lot of depth on the PGA Tour. Not that there's not a lot of depth on the LPGA Tour. I can't say this in a good way, but I just think Brooke is more I think I know what you're at saying. the front, has I, I, more chances to win, gives herself more chances to win than Tiger does. What I think, like, let me try to put it a different way and see if you agree. Tiger's got to go through this generation's Spieth, Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas. Brooks Kepka, uh, sorry, uh, Brooke Henderson is her generation. Yeah. She is that already. She's that's, not going through it. She is it. Right. Does right. that make sense? Yep. I think that's that's a good way to put it. And I think if you look at, uh, and, and I think you did this really well in our year interviews, you were looking at, at uh, Brooks, you know, numbers and her stats, and everything seems to kind of get a little bit better every year. Mm-hmm. So we keep forgetting this is she's just We haven't started. seen her best. Right, and we're and she's just finishing off her third full year right. on the LPGA Tour. And with all due respect to Tiger, we've seen his best. Yeah, exactly. He is not going to win exactly. the U.S. Open this year by 15 shots no. in 2019. No, that is not right. going to occur. That's right. And I think Brooke Henderson is still uh, learning how to manage her schedule. She took a few, played a couple fewer events, uh, a couple less events this year than she did last year. She took the week off before a couple of the majors this year to give herself a little chance to rest up, which I think is smart. So I think she's still adjusting. She, her bunker play needs to get better. 
Uh, there's a few things in there. She's toying around with putters. Well, I guess Tiger does that too. Whereas Tiger kind of knows. Tiger knows where he's going to play more or less. Yep. Knows when he's going to play. Uh, knows the courses. Has played pretty much all of them except mm-hmm. you know the odd one here or there. So Which I might think, be new for all of them this year because they're back to Detroit. That's true. Um, it's true. You know they're in Minnesota. Yep, Hamilton. So, right. So, uh, will I, will you be surprised now when I tell you that our Twitter view, uh, Twitter universe said, knowing how popular Tiger is with the, you know, I call it the New England Patriots money. Right. Seventy <laughs> percent of our Twitter audience said Brooke Henderson will win more than Tiger Woods next year. Seventy thirty doesn't surprise me. Is it, what would you have guessed if uh, before I told you? What would you have said the percentages would have been somewhere in the I neighborhood? Seventy five, twenty five, seventy. No, I would have said closer to like sixty forty. Sixty forty. There's a lot of Tiger fans out there. That's right, right. and that's where I was going. So seventy thirty is kind of in the wheelhouse, though. Yeah, a little higher for me, but in the wheelhouse. And in my opinion, now statistically, when you look at it, bunker play is the one that jumps out for. Brooke for next year. What, what what jumps out for Tiger? What do you think he needs to do? That's the question. It's just keep it in the fairway and keep yeah. this, keep it keep healthy, keep it in the fairway, keep strong between the years. The rest of the game, he's in the top ten in the world at everything. You the think, rest of you the think game. he'd be smarter to uh, lay back in the fairway rather than yeah? What's wrong with a three hundred yard cut? Yeah. Why has he got to hit it three twenty? Yeah, you know it's nice to know. For, Bob, not just for Tiger, for anybody, for everybody, it's nice to know that you have that if you want to th- full throttle it. You know, if you get to a 600-yard par 5 and you say, I'm going to full throttle it, and if you find the rough, it's a three-shot hole. Right. But, I mean, you know, day in and day out, plotting your way around a, on par 4s, etc. you know, most par 5s, what's wrong with 300 down the middle? I don't understand it. Right. I don't I get do. it. And look what happened. You know, we got to wind this one up. Uh, but look what happened when DJ went to a cut and dialed yeah, back. exactly. The two things that got Dustin Johnson number one in the world, going to a cut off the tee and dialing back and improving his wedge play inside 120 yards. Those two things are what got him to number one in the world, <laughs> right? Not, not hitting at 350. No. So, all right. Uh, Golf Talk Canada, back for another season next year, radio and TV. Uh, happy to be working with Tourism Ireland next year, uh, which is going to be exciting. Their new brand, uh, brand new on board. Also, Casa de Campo, my favorite Caribbean golf destination, hands down. Like, it's not even close. Bob, have you ever had a chance to be? Never been there. You got to go. Do you remember the old uh, Shell's Wonderful World of Golf, yes. the second reincarnation yeah, of yeah. that in the 80s? Uh, they did a Shells there with Fred Couples. The Teeth of the Dog has always been uh, one of Pete Dye's gems. It's George one of Bell his once told me it's his favorite golf course. It's so good. <laughs> and to die for, which is the other uh, championship uh, layout on property up the mountain, uh, where they shot Apocalypse Now, by the way. Really? Uh, is maybe as good or better, I would say one of the most underrated golf courses on the planet because it shares a resort with Teeth of the Dog. You know <laughs> what I mean? Nice. We had an opportunity uh, earlier this week to speak with uh, Kelly Shannon, who is their director of golf sales at Casa de Campo. We'll touch base with her next. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by the TP5 and TP5X Golf Ball. Five layers make it exactly like nothing else. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to switch today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by JPSM Golf, Canada's leading distributor of electric walking golf trolleys, including Kart Tech, Moto Caddy, and Stewart Golf Dream Machines. Visit jpsmgolf.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks.
Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Canada's only national golf talk show for TV and radio. It is simply the finest golf resort in the Caribbean, one of the greatest golf or resorts, period, in the world. Had a pleasure of going there about five or six years ago. Uh, with a group of guys uh, and just had an incredible week. They've just gone through a massive renovation and uh, they'll be part of the Golf Talk Canada family in 2019. I'm talking about Casa de Campo in the Dominican Republic. Absolutely five-star, outstanding all the way. I had the opportunity this week to speak with their golf sales director, Kelly Shannon. Kelly, thank you so much for taking the time to do this with me for Golf Talk Canada. I have not been shy over the years that uh, Casa de Campo is my favorite golf resort in all of the Caribbean and one of my absolute favorites in the world. I'm a Golf Digest Raider. I'm part of the Golf Digest team, and they call it the number one golf resort in the Caribbean. It's been years since I've been there, and I've heard it's just gotten better. Yeah, thanks, Mark, for having me. Um, You are absolutely right. It's number one golf resort and uh, golf course in the Caribbean. while we do have uh, three golf courses, we also, um, the number one golf course in the Caribbean is Teeth of the Dog, so that's one of our courses. Uh, we do have uh, two other courses, the Link and uh, the Dive 4, so we have a lot to do while you're there. Um, like you said, it's changed over time. Uh, we've done $12 million uh, in investment for just renovation. Um, that includes our new golf learning center, uh, newly remodeled rooms, uh, and some other things uh, to come. Well, I got to be honest with you. Uh, before we flip gear on some of these rooms and changes, uh, but from a golf perspective, you know everybody talks about Teeth of the Dock, and it is brilliant, and it is one of the greatest courses in the world, and it deserves all the hype it gets. But I think to die for might be one of the most underrated golf courses in the world and if it wasn't part of a, of a resort that also had teeth of the dog i think the world would be absolutely raving about to die for right you're you're absolutely right uh you know it's pretty spectacular it's one nine overlooking the chavon river you know another nine overlooking our marina um so it, it's spectacular it's you know on the other side of our property um in relation to teeth of the dog it's just Keys of the dog is ranked so high, um, but you're right. I think what we find is a really good player, a, a very a low handicapper, sometimes likes that die four course better. Um, and, you know, the people are like a little more scenic um, ocean, you know, view is they like Keys of the dog. So they're both, they're both fantastic. Uh, you know, it's kind of it, from a golf perspective, and I don't know if you've heard this before, but from a golf perspective, you know, you got a ton of variety there right, that you just outlined in terms of the type of golf. But to me, that's kind of a little bit of what the resort's about because I'm a doer. I'm not very good at sitting around. I, I'm a workaholic. I love golf. I'm constantly doing something. I, I like to be creative. And I like to be engaged. And if you want to go to Casa Campo and just sit on some of the greatest beaches in the world, well, obviously you could do that for a week and be very happy. But I'm a doer, and there are tons of things to do at Casa de Campo. For people who haven't been there or are not familiar, Kelly, uh, give an example of the types of other things you can do at Casa de Campo, because you can stay a full week just having fun activities. Oh, absolutely. It's it's a massive property. Um, and, you know, from the time you check in, each room or a villa, whatever you choose uh, for lodging, 
um, in our villas. We can kind of talk about that later, but anywhere from a three to ten bedroom. Um, but even with the hotel room, when you check in, you will receive a, a four-passenger golf cart, and that's just to explore the resort. And you don't, you know, have to wait for a shuttle, which obviously is available as well. But you can just go around and explore. Um, we have a ton of other, you know, activities. We are considered a golf resort, but we have uh, one of the largest shooting centers in the world um, for skeet shooting. We have uh, a marina. Um, so there's a lot of restaurants down there and shops. Um, we can do deep sea fishing and, and a catamaran trip. Um, we have an equestrian center with uh, 100 horses, so there's horseback riding. Uh, we even have donkey polo, which uh, is really great for groups. It's a little lower risk than polo. <laughs> and and um, we have stadium seating for our donkey polo. So. That's really, you know, we've had some groups there that have played the best golf courses in the world, and, and they go home and they rave about the uh, donkey polo. So uh, we have an MC that's out there, you know, a DJ, and it's you know, we have four donkeys on each team, and, you know, you have a broom and a soccer ball, and, and you have uh, someone that's guiding you around. So it's, it's pretty fantastic. It's, it's for a lot, of, a lot of laughs with groups and team-building activities. Um, we have a tennis center. Like I said, we have the new golf learning center where PG professionals can come and teach out of that facility uh, or, you know, any guest can come and take lessons from our director of instruction. Um, so it's, it's, there's just so much to do there. We have night golf on uh, Friday night, and we can do that for groups as well, private. And that's just a pretty spectacular thing to do, even if you don't play golf, you know, just to see the – the glow uh, ball, you know, sails through the air. We, we get a lot of people that have never picked up a club before. So just trying to make it a little more fun. Um, so, yeah, it's tons it Sounds to like do. an absolute blast. Like the, the donkey polo, the night golf. I know the resort's amazing. Like I said, it's been a year since I've been there, but it sounds like there's so much going on. Uh, we're with Kelly Sheehan, who is the director of golf sales for Casa de Campo. Uh, we're so excited that to be doing work with Casa de Campo uh, in 2019 and looking forward to getting down there and, and bringing Golf Talk Canada television and radio with us. So very excited about that. I want you to explain Altos de Chavon, and I, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right because I was there. It was blown away. But before you do, Kelly, you touched on the roofs. I know there's renovations. I know there's new villas. Give people an idea of what type of accommodations they can uh, jump into. Absolutely. And we do have uh, regular hotel rooms, uh, which our lowest end room was the was considered the Pete Dye Lodge uh, rooms, and those have all been renovated. So they're very modern now, a very clean, uh, white interior. Um, so every single one of those 64 rooms has been renovated. Our, our room just above that category is an elite room, um, and... We do have, like I said, villas, anything from three to ten bedrooms. So this is kind of where we're going in the future. Of It's a, it's really a great opportunity for golf groups to spend time with each other when they're in a, a villa. You know, we say villa, but it's really a luxury home. So every villa has a pool. Um, each room has a private bathroom. And so, for example, if you're in a, a lot of group, golf groups will go in four or five-bedroom villas. Um, and I'd say a lot of guys groups prefer the villas because they can all stay together. 
Um, and then they'll still get the golf carts, you know, with their villa. But one that I book a lot is uh, with a group of, I'd say a golf group, anywhere between 12 to 14 guys, is a, a villa that's right on Teeth of the Dog. Uh, it's called Villa Cielo Azul. And the reason they like it is on Teeth of the Dog, it's on the ocean. There's a game room inside the hu- the house. There's a full-size basketball court outside. Um, there's five rooms in the main house. And then there's another building uh, right on property that has four bedrooms. So that that can sleep 14 guys. So that experience, you know, really blows them away. It's, you know, building relationships over over the few days uh, rather than being in hotel rooms apart. So um, in the, in any of the villas, if it's a three-bedroom or a ten-bedroom, uh, they'll get a butler uh, made, uh, breakfast is prepared in the morning uh, in each villa. So it's a pretty spectacular um, experience, and depending on the time of the year and what type of villa they choose, it's not – as over the top, I think, as it was always perceived in the past, it's it's very affordable with our golf packages. All right, Kelly, that sounds unbelievable, actually. But before we let you go, I, I need you to explain this. I, I don't even know how to explain this. A 16th century village on property. <laughs> it's just over the top. It is stunning. Um I got married in the Dominican Republic, and the one regret I have is it wasn't at this village on your property. Tell, tell these, uh, my listeners what I'm talking about here. It, yeah, it's really hard to explain. I mean, you really have to see it. Even even in pictures, it's hard to explain, but um, you're right. Elsa Station Vaughan, it's, it's um, like a little village, and it looks very old. Uh, you know, it's cobblestone roads, um, and it's perched up on top overlooking the Chavon River. So we did. We did just open one of our uh, one of our renovations in that twelve million dollar investment was um, a private banquet facility up there. So it can hold uh, roughly eighty people, and it overlooks that river, and it's in that area that you're talking about. We have a, an Italian restaurant that's on our inclusive package that we build for golf groups that's up there, and it's it's unbelievable. We can do private events, like you said. We have we do have a small church up there. And we have a lot of weddings that are right in front of that church if they're if they're very big. Um, so it's just unbelievable. It, it looks like you're stepping into a different country, not you know the Dominican Republic, but it's it's very different from one side of the resort to the next. You know, we did remodel the beach club as well, so you probably haven't seen that. And that has a very South Beach feel, so it's very different than Elsa Station But it's exciting, you know. You, you you have a different experience everywhere you drive on property. Kelly, I'm so happy that uh, we're getting together and being able to do some uh, some content together in 2019. I, I can't again tell you how big a fan I am about, of Casa de Campo. For our listeners, if you want to experience the Caribbean as absolute finest, the best golf, the best facility. Tons to do, gorgeous beaches. Can't speak highly of this place enough. CasaDeCampo.com. Check them out online, CasaDeCampo.com. And uh, listen, the weather's getting cold here in Canada. There's no time like the present. Kelly, thank you so much for taking time to do this with me. Thanks, Mark. I really appreciate it. And uh, look forward to seeing you in the Dominican. So excited to get back down there. It's been too long. Uh, highly recommend Casa de Campo. CasaDeCampo.com is the address. And uh, whether you're looking for the best golf in the Caribbean 
or things to do for every. This resort absolutely has everything. Can't speak highly enough. And if you're a foodie, uh, probably hands down the best food I've ever had in a Southern holiday as well, which mm-hmm. is important to a lot of people. So check that out. On the other side, we'll get you caught up on the schedule. That is Golf Talk Canada for the winter. And uh, we'll also uh, tease our year in review specials that we completed yesterday for Golf Talk Canada Radio. This is GTC. This segment of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura, was brought to you by JPSM Golf, Canada's leading distributor of electric walking golf trolleys, including Kart Tech, Moto Caddy, and Stewart Golf Dream Machines. Visit jpsmgolf.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. Uh, welcome back to Golf Talk Canada as we wrap up the front nine, hour one here on GTC. Golf Talk Canada going nowhere stay with you 50 to 52 weeks a year on radio i say that because we don't have our world junior schedule yet for the tsm right. radio network but that's always a big time it is a big time for the station we it's love a big it time for us to sleep in yes it is so <laughs> we're to we wake will, up and watch hockey the bottom line is we don't go anywhere so right. uh we stay with you uh we have year review specials coming up which we just completed we have a three-parter with lots of fun uh getting into those the predictions taking a look back bob the year's so big you forget don't you you kind of forget uh, it is. February and January, and even the Masters seems so far away. We were sort of talking this morning when we came in about how, you know, when it's when the, the TV is on in the middle of the night over here, mm-hmm. you sort of lose connection with the tournaments. And yet there's, you know, big tournaments going on right now. As we were just saying in the break, all sorts of things that we're going to cover off here. Uh, we can probably update a couple of them now. But, I mean, like the, the LPJQ school essentially is on right now. Two Canadians. Look at this. Jacqueline Lee is uh, in second place. Uh, AC Tangay in sixth place right now going into the third round. I think they had a little weather delay there, by the way. But, I mean, yeah. you know, there's stuff. Next week, there's well, something else. It uh, goes on and on and on. And later on in today's show, we'll get you caught up on all those leaderboards, including, like Bob's referring to, big events the HSBC Champions, which is a World Golf Championship event. Uh, happening overseas as well. So we'll get into that. There's lots of leaderboards to get to. Our year-in-review specials kick off at the end of November. We're live December the 15th. Festivus for the rest mm. of us. Our annual Festivus special. The tickets have been sold. They're uh, now waiting uh, waiting list only. Uh, we might do a wristband thing. Uh, like we <laughs> talked about last week, uh, Jeff McDonald uh, took the lid off the seal when it came to our budget. We've got uh, big screens. We've got uh, high uh, strength to weight ratio uh, pole. This, 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 putting it up. This, like the grandstands are full. It's going to be uh, one huge festivist celebration on December the 15th. Looking forward to that. Golf Talk Canada television returns for a Christmas special, year in review special. So keep your eye up on that. Think it debuts on Boxing Day. Not 100% sure on that, but okay. it'll be running throughout the holidays with our with this, uh, TSN's usual lists, year in reviews, etc. that we do around that yeah. time of the year. And then Golf Talk Canada Radio, Season 9, February 2nd, debuts February 2nd, Season 9 of Radio Bob, and Season 5 of TV, uh, Players' Championship Week in the middle of March. 
It's uh, it's a busy time. It's always a busy time, even though we take sort of a little bit of break coming up here in the next little while. But I don't know. Do you think most people are? Do you think most people think of the golf like golf season starting in October as it does officially, or in January? when it gets back up with the Tournament of Champions. I think unless you're a lunatic like us and the people listening this morning, and God bless you, thank you for your existence and and joining the the crazy parade that Bob and I have been on for a long time. Uh, I think the majority of the world thinks it starts in January, and I think uh, just as much of a majority doesn't care until we at least start seeing West Coast Swing. Here's another another one for you. The... If you are a member of a golf pool, mm. I'm a member at a golf pool that, that's run out of our golf club, and it's, I don't know how many ridiculous number of entries, like 400, but it doesn't count. We don't start counting until January. There you go. And a lot of other people, I don't know if they do or not. It's interesting. Well, it's like I said to you last week, the PGA Tour, you know, whether we want to publicly start waving this flag or not, it's a six-tier tour, and we're in we're in tier six. Yeah. You know, right. we're in the heart of tier six, and uh and it's hard to digest when you're talking about a World Golf Championship event, but this event isn't for us. This event is for the Asian market and for the growth over there and for that TV audience on that side of the world. So even though it's a WGC event, from a North American perspective, this is Tier 6 of the PGA Tour. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's busy time if, no matter where you are in the world, though. On the other side, in Hour 2, the back nine, we are lucky to have CEO of Golf Canada with us, uh, Lawrence Applebaum. I, I've said... Many times this year on the air, they think he's doing an, an incredible job. I'm, I'm a fan of his. Uh, I like his energy. I like the way he approaches this job, this role for Golf Canada. And I think overall, that, you know, there were certainly some hurdles there for Golf Canada this year. And I think they can consider it a home run year for Golf Canada when you consider uh, new, you know, new spot for the RBC Canadian Open, a successful farewell to uh, Glen Abbey, uh, some numbers in the growth department and participation in the game, coast to coast uh, things. I think overall, it's a win. We'll talk to Lawrence about the year that was coming up next. Winners, weird and what, and of course, leaderboards from the world of golf. Also, Bob and I will share a few personal highlights from. The and year. I will tell you, I'll tease you too. I just forgot about this story that there's uh, more news on the Glen Abbey, the future of Glen Abbey that ah, came out this week. So came we out this week. Well. Yes. We should touch on that as well. So that all coming up in hour two. Thank you so much for listening. If you're tuning out, you're in a market that doesn't get all two hours of Golf Talk Canada. Flip to the iHeartRadio app. Flip to tsn.ca. Check us out online or call your station and complain and say, what is wrong with you people? Right, Bob? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at golftalkcanada.ca. We'll be right back with more GTC. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. 
Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Uh, welcome back to Golf Talk Canada Hour 2. Lots to get to. Leaderboards from around the world of golf. CEO of Golf Canada, Lawrence Applebaum. But first, winners, weird and what, three dub. And Bob, tea is mine, sir. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Well, Bob, my winner this week is a new study. 25 European doctors and international experts have determined golf is good for your health. Aha. Uh-huh. So all those people out there who have never touched a golf club, never walked a golf course, and oh, golf's like darts. You know, you get that once yeah. in a while. There's not many of them, you know, but you, you run into morons everywhere you go yep, in life, yep. right? Uh, <laughs> Especially in here. These, oh, doc- right. <laughs> these doctors cite cardiovascular benefits, uh, lower cholesterol, helping blood pressure, uh, and, of course, all the psychological, emotional, uh, almost like a uh, zen-like Being uh, outside. Being, Being outside with nature. So, well done. Golf is good for you. Get up there and play golf. You know how many women? I talked to two that very successful businesswomen that have told me in the last like six months, I've got to try golf. I need to learn to golf mm-hmm. because I feel sometimes like I'm left out and I want to get I said, just get pick up a club and just start. You, go. you will not you will not regret it. Get out there and do it. And you and I were talking earlier this morning. All the very successful broadcasters we have here at TSN that are ladies are all hardcore golfers. Yeah, there's some. I mean, I wish I played as much golf as Natasha and yeah, <laughs> and Kara. And Kara, some of them, right? I mean, it's crazy. It's great, and Tessa. I, I, uh, it's it's fantastic, and it's and it's great to hear. So that is my winner. Uh, my weird this week, and I just picked this weird little stat. And you know, I'm not a b- as big of a stats guy as as Adam. Certainly, right. he's a real stats guy. Right. And then you, I'm more. Uh, I'm get angry. And just want to, like, rant (laughs) kind of guy, you know? Uh, But I found this interesting because it's just just one of those weird ones. So, last week, when Brooks Kepka became number one in the world, Mm -hmm. you want to talk about a revolving door and how how the landscape of the official world golf ranking has changed since Tiger Woods' dominance. This stat will will just kind of hit the nail on the head. Okay. Uh, Since the inception of the official world golf rankings in 1986... Last week, when Kepka became world number one, it was the first time ever in the history of the first uh, official world golf rankings that the top four players in the world, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Justin Rose, and Justin Thomas, the top four in the world were all number one in the same calendar year. First time that's wow. ever happened. So that's think, all those players touched number one in 2018. And all of them now go one, two, three, four in the current standings. Think how many years we went with just Tiger Woods as number one, and now you got four in one year. Uh, insane. Absolutely insane. And, you know, it wouldn't be Golf Talk Canada in the winter <laughs> without a little bit of a rant. And this is uh, not a huge rant, but it's something upsetting, Bob. And it's upsetting to me because I don't know why people aren't talking about this more. I don't know why this isn't bigger news. If this was a... Uh, if this was a black-white issue, it'd be all over the news. If this was a male-female issue, it would be all over the news. If this was a Protestant-Catholic issue back in the day, all over the news. This should be more important. The LPGA Tour this week is in Taiwan, okay? And two prominent players on the LPGA Tour that are, are that are Chinese. Uh, household name of Shansheng Fang. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Fang, which everybody knows. She's a great player on the LPGA Tour. And Yu Lu, another Chinese player. 
Okay, Fang and Lou. Fang, like multiple time winner. Sure. Everybody knows her. She's been number one in the world. Been number one in the world. They were asked to withdraw from the LPG event this week because it is being held in Taiwan at the Swinging Skirts in, in Taiwan. There's a little tension between those two And countries. because of those, the tension between those two countries, uh, they were asked to withdraw. And my standpoint and why this upsets me and why I think people should be talking about this more is if you're in a part of the world where your membership of your tour isn't accepted, where everyone is accepted. Don't go there. You shouldn't be there. Right. It's like it would be like um, the PGA Tour going to an all-white club in the South that back in the day when those actually existed in the South and saying we're playing golf at, a, at an, uh, we're holding a major championship. Well, it doesn't exist. People avoid this. Because well, the tour has rules. Like they won't go to. They won't go to those that places are, that, are, that, that are discriminatory. Thank you. Fashion Thank you. Whatever, and right? for fact, the Open Championship has made Murfield in Scotland yeah. change their their, uh, their policy, policy membership policy on women yeah. because of stuff like this. Yeah. And we talked about it for months, Bob. So I don't know why this has flown under the radar. Uh, again, if this was a black-white issue, if this was a male-female, if this was something like this, it would be all over the news. No one has said a word that these two Chinese players have been asked to withdraw. If you can't play in Taiwan and you can't play in China, then your tour shouldn't be going there. LPGA should stay out of there and throw it in Scottsdale, California, Florida. Go play on North American soil where we're not having these conversations. Well said. Well said. All right, Bob, tea is yours. So, so what do I do? Just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Look, it went further than your ball! Well, Mark, my winner this week is actually a collection of two people that we've come to know as Mollywood. Ah, yes. They're back in the news. Of course, they were both over playing at the World Golf Championship, HSBC Champions. And this week they were in the press room and they were asked the interesting question. Each was asked, could you describe the other person in just three words? So Francesco Molinari said to uh, Tommy Fleetwood, or he was asked to describe Tommy Fleetwood. He had three words. He only used one. He said, love. And then they said, is that it? Just love? And he said, well... Hair and humor. Love, <laughs> love, hair, and humor. And then uh, Tommy Fleetwood was asked to describe Molinari, and he said the three words to describe him are beautiful Italian man. <laughs> <laughs> so the romance between these two Which is players. funny, because that's how you refer to me when that's you're right. abroad. That's yes. right. I, I, you know, interesting. Uh, anyway, they, uh, they, um, they have all... Uh, obviously, this romance is continuing and will continue on, and they, uh, they've... Certainly milking it for all it's worth. And if you haven't, of course, seen that great clip of them in the bed with the... Uh, the uh, it's brilliant. Cup, it's absolutely, absolutely brilliant. brilliant. Uh, my weird this week, and you know I like my weirds. Now, yes, this one do. is... Sometimes I bring out some weirds that are kind of like funny and strange. Mm-hmm. This one is like scary. This one is really weird. Uh, so there is a gentleman by the name of... When we get... So I had his name here. I just ripped the print. Uh, his name is... Where is his name? Patrick Reed. Excuse me here for a second. No, anyway. His name is Patrick. Uh, Joe Brown, sorry. Joe, Joe Brown. Brown. So Joe Brown was finally sentenced this week. He's been in jail for a little while, but he was sentenced this week for a crime that he committed on a uh, golf course at uh, Carrot Park Golf Club in Dundee. This is over in... Uh, Dundee, like in Australia? No, no, no in uh, Scotland. Scotland, excuse me. Dundee, Scotland, yeah. yeah. So uh, he said, this is what happened. He assaulted a gentleman by the name of Arthur Innes, repeatedly striking him on the head and body with a chainsaw. Oh, my with God. With his engine, run, engine running. 
to s- causing severe injury and permanent disfigurement and the danger to his life. He also admitted an amended charge on the same date at the same location. He assaulted Andrew Hay by repeatedly punching him on the body, seizing him by the head, and pushing him to the ground. He had initially been charged with attacking Mr. Hay with an activated stun gun. <laughs> no, but he also admitted to cultivating Class B drug cannabis and possessing the drug with intent to supply and to possess cocaine and ecstasy. So this is a very lovely guy. His name is Mr. Uh, Joe Brown. Oh, my God. And nobody is quite sure because what happened, because these two guys who got beat up and permanently disfigured right. actually had just gone out to enjoy a game of golf. So this was on a golf course. This was on a golf course. This guy just apparently came out of nowhere and attacked them. Really? And uh, I feel so sorry for these two guys, but at least uh, Joe Brown is going away for... Uh, they said he's going away for eight years. Oh, see see what can happen when you don't fix the yips? What can yeah, happen to a person's mind exactly. when you let the yips just rot exactly. in your brain I mean, too that's long? That's crazy, though. Attacking people with a chainsaw, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre Ugh. stuff. Ugh. World's crazy. Uh, my what is uh, What are we going to do with Patrick Reed? Ah, I, there's a lot of things we can do with Patrick <laughs> yeah. Reed. So he's actually playing pretty well over at yes, the, he is. He's playing at the HSBC yep. along mm-hmm. with, uh, with Mollywood. Mm-hmm. So he got into the press room because he was playing so well. And that gave the media, of course, a chance to ask him some questions about the Ryder Cup. Ah, yes, I read some of this. So the one part that, uh, you know, he basically tried to sort of put it aside. He sort of said, you know, right now I'm just working on this week and playing well here and everything. But someone said, well, you got the President's Cup coming up. So, you know, who do you think would be a good partner? (laughs) Your ideal partner for the President's Cup. And his quote was, I don't know. I don't even know where I stand on the point, whole points list or anything like that. Right now, I'm just trying to kind of focusing on this week and trying to get through the season. So essentially, what he's saying is, uh, you know, I he don't ain't really talking care. about this but stuff. I will point out to you, Patrick. Here's where you are on the points list right now. It's still early, mm-hmm. but you are 13th. You are not even automatically qualified, and I can pretty much guarantee you, yes. if you don't, you will not be on that team. So, Patrick Reed, uh, your ideal partner might be your wife sitting on the couch watching it. Yeah, exactly. And then he can tweet out a bunch of nasty stuff why, uh, that he should be there. Exactly. That's, that's how that exactly. goes down. Exactly. Uh, does golf need a villain, Bob? And is he is he that guy? Does golf need a villain? A villain, or is it a sport that doesn't need one? Because we've seen if, tennis do well with it in the past. Yeah. And I don't know if you need one, but it's certainly fun to watch. It's, it's fun for us. It's fun to. It's it gives us to stuff to there. talk about. Yeah, it's and better somebody than somebody cheer against. You know, it's different than than beautiful Italian men. Right. Right. Well, the world needs more beautiful Italian men. I'm doing my part, and I know so is Francesco Molinari. So, oh, that is too good. All right. On the other side, Bob and I, we, we completed our year in review specials in, uh, this week for radio. Our TV one's still to come up. The year in review specials will start at the end of November and run through the winter. Uh, one topic we didn't touch on that we normally do, and we'll have to talk to Scully. Maybe you can talk to Scully about this next week when, sure. I, when I'm not here. Is just some personal highlights uh, of the golf yeah. season. So we're going to talk a little bit about that next, as well as Bob has an update on uh, some of the future and uh, what has gone down with Glen Abbey since we last updated you the saga on continues. the yes, the saga of Glen Abbey continues. This is GTC. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Don't wait to play one of Canada's top 100 golf courses. Pay $500 towards your 2019 membership and play the rest of 2018 for free. Visit cedarbraygolfclub.com today. 
Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to GTC. Coming up, the bottom of the hour, Lawrence Applebaum, CEO of Golf Canada, joining us. Talk about the year that was in the Canadian golf season. Wanted to take a time out here because Bob and I, uh, with uh, Adam, uh, completed our year review radio specials this week, which are always fun. And looking back at the year, it's just so busy. But we, we neglected to even talk about anything that was, you know, personal highlights of ours. Because we are, you know, yes, we do this for a living. Yes, we're consumed by the golf business 24-7. But we're, this is also a passion of ours. We also love the sport. We enjoy the sport. Uh, we do it with family. We do it with friends. Uh, and I thought it was uh, it was uh, important to to maybe just highlight a few of those things before the year is over here, Bob. And uh, so I'll, I'll let you start. Before we do, though, I know also that you have an update on on the saga that is uh, <laughs> that is Glen Abbey Golf Club, and it's fitting that there was an update this morning or this week that we have Lawrence. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. There. Uh, well, this is this comes from the Oakville Beaver from David Leah, who. Uh, there was a court case, this a decision, I should say, handed down on October 25th, earlier this week, where Justice Edward Morgan of the Superior Court of Justice sided with Clublink, saying that the golf giant has the right to take its demolition application for Glen Abbey to the local planning appeal, appeal tribunal, which is kind of like the new version of the OMB, the Ontario Municipal Board. So um, essentially what happened is, if, I can, if I've got this right, mm-hmm. Clublink applied to the city to demolish Glen Abbey because, of course, they want to build houses there. And the city basically said, well, you can't do that because this is a historic place and it's also termed a landscape, meaning you can't demolish, you know, a landscape. And the court decided, no, uh, it's not really a landscape. It is a structure and tees and greens Mm -hmm. and irrigation and all that kind of stuff. Uh, basically, he said the evidence is that the golf course was constructed in accordance with Jack Nicholas's professional design. It is not raw land, and it is substantially more than a landscaped garden. As Clublink points out, portions of the course have been renovated and rebuilt over time, and like all such constructions, these features have a limited life. So essentially, um, it allows them to now go and appeal properly to demolish this, to get a demolish certificate allow them to knock it all down, which is the first step, of course, right. before they can plan it. It's not over. It's still going to be long times in court. In fact, there is another a second uh, hearing is going to be held at the end of November with respect to Clublink's appeal to Council's September 27th decision to refuse the company applications to develop Glen Abbey. So there's ongoing, still lots to go. Still lots to go, but this is a uh, if you're I, counting if you're counting wins, this is one for Clublink. Yeah, one for Clublink. And if you're counting wins, every time we update you this, you can put money in the lawyers account. And, and I should point out also that uh, Rob Burton, who is the mayor of Oakville, who's been kind of spearheading the anti-Clublink, anti-development, trying to keep Club, uh, Glen Abbey alive, uh, was re-elected this week. Ah, interesting. All right, Bob. Uh, personal highlights. Uh, I know one of them for you is always uh, getting to play in that in the father son major oh, yeah. with your dad. Uh, but uh, you know when we talked about this and we didn't do it in our year view, uh, what comes to mind this year? Well, yeah, certainly that's the standpoint. You know, I get up on the first tee and uh, my dad reminds me that my name is in the will, but just in pencil. And, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was certainly. I mean, I think you know uh, where the professional and the enjoyment factor cross over was certainly at in Regina this year at the uh, CP yeah. Women's Open watching Brooke Henderson win and uh, being able to be a part of that was was really cool and that was a personal highlight. 
I got back out to PEI to play Crowbush, which I hadn't played in a few years. And I know it has some, a few, few people have its detraction, detractors, but I love Crowbush. I like playing there. I love it. A couple of the greens are a little severe at the start, but other than that, it's like, man, it's a fun place to play. And if you get a perfect day like we did, yeah. um, man, it was, it was really nice. And I just love golf. PEI in general and the people are outstanding. It's an amazing place to play golf. It's yeah. an amazing place to go visit. And for people like us in Ontario who are used to paying green fees oh, of God. high, you can't pay 100 bucks for a green fee. Peak time at Crowbush I know. is not 100 bucks. So no. that was good. And then um, on the journeys that, uh, that I took this year, there were some cool stops in St. Louis for the PGA. Not so much about the golf tournament, but I didn't know there was such a thing called St. Louis-style pizza. Here did I. What is St. Louis style pizza? About? Well, what it's do they do? sort of a not quite a deep dish. Sorry, a thin. It's a thin crust, right? And they cut it. You know how you cut it usually across. This way, they cut it like in straight lines. Right. So you get these little squares. Right. And it's great pizza. And just our cameraman Dean Willers loved it so much yeah. that we went star out of, the, of the honeymoon suite wave yeah, video. That's right. That's yes. right. Fame. Uh, when he likes something, he goes back to it. So we ate, of our Daily? nine nights there, we ate five nights at Imo's Pizza. Well done. It was pretty well done, Dino. Bob. Good per, good per diem saver as well, too. So those are just a couple of the highlights that I picked out on the on our journey this summer. You know, if I if I do the crossover for work, for me, it starts with Kapalua because to be able to follow Dustin Johnson around that, that oh, ballpark and, and, and be able to call drives that were almost hole-in-ones. Like, I've never called so many drives in four days that were uh, like like par three shots. Like, he's driving greens. He had he had one round. I'm, I'm, he had somewhere between six or seven eagle putts wow. in the one round. Like, think of that. That's nuts. It's ridiculous. Every par five, he had an eagle putt and several par fours. And it was like six or six eagle putts in the round. I'm going, this is insane. That So that... Uh, and then also that week, I got the. It was my first time in Hawaii, so getting a chance to play Kap- Kapalua. But the start of my golf scene was crazy. I, I played Kapalua, Pebble Beach, and Olympic Club in the first two months of 2018. <laughs> poor you. Yeah, poor me. So world tour uh, exceptional. Uh, the highlight has to be Scotland. What what an incredible trip uh, to Scotland to do the Northern Loop. Getting to win the junior senior with with Marty at the Toronto Hunt. That's cool. Was uh, was always always, cool. always fun, and I, I will say this too is that uh, for the first time in a long time, even though I didn't like really win anything, any goal I set out to accomplish to win something this year really didn't happen because kind of work took over my life again, and that's fine. Uh, that's that's where we sure. are, and we love what we do, but I got straighter off the tee this year, straighter by a long shot. I hit way more fairways. Hit very few squirrely drives this year. Uh, I got to assume it's twist face. Like, I got to. Uh, I, I don't recall working on my swing to get that much better, you know. Um, it's the first time in a long time. And I love the new technology. You know I'm an equipment junkie. Yeah, for sure. And, and I love tweaking with irons. I love my 770s. I love the TP5X. It's a great golf ball. It's the straightest golf ball I've ever hit, yada, yada, yada. And I mean that. But I have never seen such a drastic improvement where you don't even have to chart it. I know, without even looking at the percentages, that I went from a crooked driver to a straight driver of the golf ball this year. And that says a lot. That's big. I mean, I, my driving was much better this year. I enjoyed my time on the golf course and, and had some, some really good rounds for me. And I don't play a lot, to be perfectly honest no. with you. As, and neither do I anymore. Right, right. I don't know if I got 20 games in this year. 
um, which I know surprises people when I say that, but it's uh, it's tough to get them all in. It's so hot this year in certain yeah. parts as well. But. Uh, I will say this in closing as we wrap up this segment, the other highlight, and this will continue in 2019, the team of Wixino. Ah. Bob and I remained undefeated in 2018. And Scully, if you're listening on the way to your sister's wedding, you take as many partners as you like, <laughs> use as good. many young bucks as you want, Wixino stays undefeated in 2019. He's a beautiful Italian-Canadian man. (laughs) (laughs) On the other side, the CEO of Golf Canada, Lawrence Applebaum, joins us right here on GTC. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Don't wait to play one of Canada's top 100 golf courses. Pay $500 towards your 2019 membership and play the rest of 2018 for free. Visit CedarBrayGolfClub.com today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and new Tour 360. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to GTC. Zucchino Weeks in studio with you as we start to wind down to the bottom of the hour and the end of Golf Talk Canada for this Saturday. Bob and Adam back next week. Yours truly off to Stream Song for the Black John Cup. Lucky you. Little golf time for yours truly. And looking forward to that. Now, our next guest, he is the CEO of Golf Canada. And I've not been shy this year to say that uh, I think this man is doing a wonderful job. I, I like his energy, I like his approach. And I uh, think he's going to have as big of a 2019 as he had in 2018 because I consider it a a success this year for Canadian Golf and Golf Canada. Uh, Lawrence Applebaum joining us now. Lawrence, thanks for uh, getting up and doing this with Bob and I. Uh, it's a, it's a good to hear from you, Mark, and good morning, Mr. Weeks. How are you? Well, I understand you want to tell us a personal story to start things off. I'm a little nervous to give uh, you the free uh, reign okay. on that, but okay. go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I, I will tell you that uh, listening to your personal highlights this year, I, 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 had, to, I had to tell you guys about uh, one of our highlights of this week. We're, we're doing a ton of work um, behind the RBC Canadian Open for, for 2019, as you know, and one of the really exciting things is is to talk about the qualifying and how you get into this event and and how you get into future events such as the U.S. Open and and the British Open as it's as it's developing with our new date. And so the team and I are going through some of the qualifying history and who's done well and who we've had up here to play. And Bob, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm gonna ask you: Do you know who was leading our qualifier, the RBC? Canadian Open qualifier in 2011. Uh, Mark Sakino? Your co-host. He was <laughs> Are you leading, kidding? No, I'm not kidding. You birdied number one, right? and you're leading the field. <laughs> there was you go. Was he the first guy <laughs> on the golf course? One, you're leading the field at the club at Bonhead. Do you remember the feeling? Uh, no, because that day, I got to tell you, I do remember the day you're talking about, and I believe, I could be wrong because my memory, I'm getting old, Lawrence, but I think Brian McCann ended up winning that qualifier in a playoff, I believe. Yeah. Or, or was it Derek Gillespie? No, you ha- you have it right. Brian McCann okay. won it in the playoffs. Okay, and, and and 
And I'm going to, that's where the highlight was for you. Right, because. Burying one. Oh, it was awful then, after that. And then you were not in the playoffs. Yeah, all i got to tell re- you right now. Well, all I recall, though, is the scores for a Canadian Open qualifier. I recall, I recall the scores being astronomically high that day. Like, off the charts high that day at Bonnet. Well, the wind was crazy. And Bonhead's a tough, tough golf course yes, to begin with. Yes, but the is. wind that day. Was off the charts crazy. So we're going to lobby and, for uh, one whole qualifier I did not, from now on. I did on not handle. Let's just put it this way: I did not handle it, the win very well. But, yeah, because uh, I think I think your 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 listenership needs to understand that after the circle of number one, yeah, there were a lot of square figures yeah. after that. <laughs> there were a number of square figures, and, uh, and 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 the dreaded. Laurel and Hardy even creeped in. Oh, no. A thin man oh, and a fat man. Boy. A <laughs> oh, so boy. Otherwise, otherwise, it was otherwise, a great day. It was wonderful. <laughs> and I just wanted to say that we have your scorecard framed, the one-hole qualifier. <laughs> I love it. Leading. I love it. Uh, Lawrence, uh, it was a great year for you. I think it was a great year. Uh, RBC Canadian Open uh, with a new spot on the schedule uh, leading into the U.S. Open, which I think will have even more impact in 2020 when the U.S. Open's at Wingfoot. We saw growth uh, in in the game in several categories in Canada. Uh, In a way, a very uh, kind of romantic goodbye to Glen Abbey with world number one winning uh, Dustin Johnson, our national championship. You've got to be happy. Never mind what Brooke did in in the ladies' uh, game and on Canadian soil. This has to be a big year for you yeah and uh appreciate the compliments but i will tell you that i think it was an amazing year for golf 2018 will go down as a, a phenomenal year for canadian golf and some of the highlights that we had and sharing it with you both was uh was really quite a, quite amazing and, and probably you know you alluded to it earlier bob is is the win by our young brooke henderson and win number seven Canadian Open victory um, in Regina, Saskatchewan. It, it, the, the LPGA Tour has gone on to say it was the greatest crowd of the last three years, including majors. They replayed that event three times on, on golf on the Golf Channel, um, and they played it live, obviously on TSN, which was one of the great TV moments of sports in Canada for 2018. So to see Brooke. Um, she's a, a proud member and graduate of our national team program, and, and we're so proud of what she's done. And she's become not only uh, an incredible Canadian golf story, a world golf story, and, and a really impressive young woman. And we're so proud uh, of the year she's had. And then, as you, as you mentioned, the success we've had with the RBC Canadian Open, having DJ uh, win, uh, Team RBC member, and, and what we were able to do with um, in 2019, you know, we want to welcome everyone to the Hamilton Golf and Country Club for our new date, June 3rd to 9th. Um, it's going to be a dynamic week, uh, the week prior to the U.S. Open, uh, the week prior to uh, your your home away from home club, Mark, in Pebble Beach. <laughs> um, but it's just going to be it's going to be a celebration of Canadian golf in 2019, and and uh, we had. Overall, golf rounds were up, play was up. We had a phenomenal weather year, which helped everybody. But I'm also really buoyed by the successes of some of the big players in golf. You know, Adidas had a, a phenomenal year with their with their financial results, and and our partner at, at, at Acushnet Canada um, launched new products and had an incredible success. 
And then I'm also not shy to, to share, you know, I know a big partner of, of the show and, and golf is, is TaylorMade, who had a, a wonderful year. I, I ran into David Bradley earlier this week, and, and he just said they, they've gone from strength to strength. So just across the board, we're, we just couldn't be more pleased about the year of 2018. Uh, which, which is interesting. Uh, one thing I, I saw you uh, involved in or quoted in a little bit earlier um, in the month was, was one of the candidates for a mayor in the city of Toronto was talking about perhaps closing down some um, Toronto municipal golf courses. And she was using some figures that were, I think, a little outdated in terms of golf participation. Just taking what you had, all that information you just gave us, all that great news, how do we get that out there and try and dispel a lot of these truths? What's what's the, is there a plan? Is there a, does golf have a, a, a job to do? And I'm including ourselves in this, not just Golf Canada, but does golf have a job to do to try to spread the good news? Well, I, I think you first you allude to a little bit of the minor topics of the uh, of the mayoralty Mer- race and having John Tory um, win win the race and and have a second term. Um, the mayor is a major big fan of golf. He loves to play. I think he probably played once this year. He said, but he's a, <laughs> such a proponent of public golf. He's such a proponent of uh, the the golf courses that we're we're blessed with in the city. And he's a major supporter. And, and I just thought it was uh, an odd platform for the challenging candidate to talk about, you know, the lack of use at, at courses like Don Valley and Scarlet Woods and Antonia. And, and, you know, as, as Toronto, Toronto kids growing up, uh, you know, my dad used to drop me off at Tam O'Shanner and, and, and play there. And, and you look at the tee sheets in these City golf courses, you can't get on. Right. I mean, I mean, they're back-to-back play. They're heavy play. They're affordable, um, and they're fun. And, and, and uh, you know, goes out to all the benefits that these city golf courses give people who who live in the GTA and can get to it in an affordable way and 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 access you know first experience in golf. But what we what we try to do is is, is uh, as members of this uh, golf industry is we're trying to share. Uh, the bigger news that golf is one of the great sports for a lifetime. Uh, not only I'm talking about physical benefits, but mental health benefits and for getting people out uh, outside and off screens and competitive and inclusion. And, you know, it's, 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 there, there was a world golf health day that the, that the RNA organized uh, two weeks ago. And one of the benefits they talk about is the number one sport for um, former military, people who are suffering from PTSD, uh, it, it's a great mental, as, as, as all people are probably golfers know this, it's one of the most challenging, frustrating games, but it's so good for you mentally and physically. And so as part of uh, the golf association, or I would say the golf industry, we tr- we've worked very hard to, to share the message of the economic benefits of golf the societal benefits, the social benefits, you know, the, the charitable benefits. Golf gives more than $500 million to charity in this country every single year. Amazing. And that's more that's than, unreal. It's more, than, it's more than any other of the sports combined. And so we all, we all get involved in charity golf tournaments. We try and uh, share all the benefits of, of what it is that we love about it. 
And, uh, and uh, you know, I always joke about it as, you know, what's the injury in golf? The injury in golf is a, a twisted wrist or a, a little bit of golf elbow, but there's no concussions. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's no, there's no, uh, there's, there, there's very few serious injuries unless you're, you know, too close to my backswing. Um, but, but I, I really do think we're trying to do, do, a, do a better job of communicating. And a lot of that has to do what we try and do at Golf Canada and what our partners are doing. And I will ask you guys, you know, you might as well put it on your schedules now is that May 1st is going to be National Golf Day in Canada. Yeah. And um, it's something that we're going to encourage everyone to take the day off, play golf, bring out your friends, take your kids. We're just going to encourage everyone in the golf industry to make May 1st um, a real, a real cal- you know, calendar marker for people. And uh, we just want to spread, spread the gospel and bring more people to golf. Well, there you have it. Breaking news. May 1st, National Golf Day. Uh, looking forward to that. I can't, but we only have about a minute left, Lawrence. Uh, before I let you go, I got to ask you something uh, because Bob and I, well, first off, Bob and I were traveling when you had the, the media day at Hamilton. Mm. Uh, so we didn't get to see any of the changes. So before I let you go, I was just wondering if you give us the Coles Notes versions of, of maybe some of the changes at, at Hamilton. And also, have to have you in studio. Would love to get you in uh, with maybe Kevin Thistle and do a, a Canadian roundtable at great. some point over the winter. I think it's long overdue. So extending the invite, and we'll follow up with you off air for that. But before uh, before we let you go, uh, some of the changes. I hear there was some uh, uh, lo- lots of tree removal and a very very different look to Hamilton for uh, for our national championship next year. Yeah, I think um, the first thing everyone says who's been to Hamilton before and they haven't been back is, the club has done a masterful job in just opening up the golf course. So there's been significant tree removal, which has actually helped the golf course really grow and build in. And, you know, it's the 100th anniversary of the Canadian Open playing at Hamilton Golf and Country Club. It was the last time that Bobby Jones stepped down in Canadian soil. Um, the same rotation that they've had in previous Open finishing on, on the south course uh, you will be incredibly impressed with the inf- infrastructure that they've been at Hamilton. Uh, the golf course had a wonderful year growing. That the club has done a, a really a fantastic job of, of sort of elevating the entire experience. And I think that what we've gotten feedback from the PGA Tour players, which is probably the thing that uh, really put things over the edges, they can't wait to come back. They love the classic design. They love the golf course. We are going to have a dynamic field. And uh, not only do I accept the invitation uh, to join uh, Kevin Thistle and joining you both in studio, I'm challenging you two to come out and see some of the changes in early spring so that you can really share your opinions and how you feel it's playing because it's got, it's got some great teeth and it's got uh, some incredible putting surfaces. So really looking forward to the RBC Canadian Open uh, June 3rd to 9th and a, a real opportunity for us to be in the city of Hamilton and, and experience everything great uh, that the tournament has to give. So thank you for your time, and you're both doing a and, wonderful job. Thank you. And not to forget the CP Women's Open at, at uh, Magna Golf Course, too. Yes, that's all the other way. Lawrence, thank you so much, and we'll follow up on all of it. And great job, and count Bob and I in for any kind of support. And thanks for taking the time this morning. Okay, thank you all, and appreciate all that you do. Lawrence Applebaum, CEO of Golf Canada. Big 2018, bigger 2019 coming. We'll be right back to wrap up today's show. This is GTC. 
This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Adidas Golf and new Tour 360. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more. This segment of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura, is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC as we wrap up today's show. Special thanks to Lawrence Applebaum for taking the time. Jam-packed for leading into November. Wow, lots going on. we got some leaderboard updates to get to in the world of golf. Before we do, special shout-out to our youngest Golf Talk Canada fan, Bob. She lives in Washington, D.C., listening online right now. Ruby, who will turn three in February. Ruby, Uncle Mark, we'll see you in a couple weeks, young lady. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a great day, Ruby Cakes. All right, Bob. Leaderboards. Where are we starting, boss? Uh, I'm going to start at the Sanderson Farms Championship, which is going on. And uh, two interesting lead guys at the top of the leaderboard, Norman Young and Cameron Champ, short-hitting Cameron Champ. What did he hit, like five drives over 350 or something <laughs> like that? They are both at nine under. They have a one-shot lead over Sean Stephanie and uh, Jonathan Bird. Top Canadian is Corey Connors, who is tied for 15th. He had a lovely little 68 yesterday, and a couple of other Canadians made the cut. Nick Taylor, Ben Silverman are tied for 31st. Sorry, one more as well. Adam Svensson tied for 50th. And the WGC HSBC Champions is happening uh, in Shanghai, China. Tony Finau, 66, 67, 70. They're already through three rounds. He is your leader, 13 under par. That's good for a three-shot lead over Xander Shoffley, Justin Rose, Patrick Reed. They're at 10 under. Adam Hadwin, he's the lone Canadian in the field. A tie for 26. Right now, Adam Hadwin sits in there at even par. The LPGA is in Taiwan for the Swinging Skirts LPGA Taiwan Championship presented by CTBC. I thought I'd get that full name in there because we needed to pad out a little time here. Mm. Uh, Nelly Korda <laughs> and Wheeling uh, Xu are tied at nine under par. The top Canadian and the only Canadian is Brooke Henderson, who has rounds of 70, 74, 73. Uh, she is tied for 25th and just very quickly over to the LPGA uh, qualifying series. Uh, Jacqueline Lee is uh, in second place right now. Beautiful. She's playing as an amateur in this, by the way. She can retain her amateur status and uh, can can decide if she wants to go pro after the fact. She is at seven under par. She's one under through one hole today, so the uh, 54 watch is on for her. <laughs> She's in second place, and uh, AC Tange is uh, tied for fifth, doing also doing very well. A little bit, unfortunately, further down. Modemi LeBlanc is tied for 86, 78. 76. And the Champions Tour is winding down their season in the race for the Charles Schwab Cup. They're at the Invesco. Bob, if I had to ask you one name of who they're chasing down in the lead of the Charles Schwab Cup, who would you think it would be? Uh, Bernie Langer. Oh, surprise. Bernie <laughs> Langer has the lead in the Charles Schwab Cup. Not leading this event, though. Tom Byron, he's six under par. Scott Perrell, five under. David McKenzie at four. Michael Bradley at four. Jesper Parnovic at four, alongside Miguel and El Jimenez. 
and look who. Bernard Longer, only two off the lead with two rounds to go in this one. Longer marching towards another Charles Schwab Cup. And I think next week we're going to have a chat with uh, Stephen Ames. I was contacting, texting with him this week, so I think we're going to get him on. He uh, has an interesting move coming up, which we'll tell you about next week. All right, well, have a great show next week, Bob, you you and Adam, uh, and great chat with Stephen Ames, and uh, uh, I hope Adam Scully and his sister and the Scully family have a wonderful day celebrating uh, Adam's sister's wedding, so congratulations. Sorry about the weather, folks, if you're listening in Toronto. Yeah, and hopefully you're somewhere in the country listening uh, this morning uh, where you're getting some sunshine and some golf weather. Golf Talk Canada goes nowhere. We stay with you 52 weeks a year. We've got some year-in-review specials coming up December 15th. It is our live Festivus special. The Feats of Strength, the airing of the grievances at Christmas, Boxing Day, I believe, our one-hour year-in-review television special uh, launches, so keep your eye open for that. Season 9 of Golf Talk Canada Radio debuts February 2nd, and Season 5 of Golf Talk Canada Television launches Players' Championship Week on TSN TV. Are you planning, uh, are you doing the work right now for the next 20 weeks of TaylorMade, by the way? 20 weeks of TaylorMade will be back. I can tell you that. 20 weeks of TaylorMade will be back. Adidas will be back. Excellent. Our friends... At Acura, our presenting sponsor, on back. We have some exciting relationships with some tourism destinations. Uh, why wouldn't you want to be on the Golf Talk Canada train? Exactly. Bob, right. But we can't get off. They won't let us <laughs> no, off. So you might as well come along with us. Bob, thanks. Have a great weekend, man. You too. All right. Remember, first good decision on the golf course, it always starts in the closet. Thank you for listening. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at GolfTalkCanada.ca.